Man, he's overwhelming, isn't he? Hey, man, you may be seated tonight. Man, I want to sit at his feet and I want to just bask in his presence, man. He's an awesome God. Good spirit, good crowd here tonight for a nice little uh, shower, right? Amen, amen. God's good and, and I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm glad that we're in the house of the Lord and, and thankful that... Uh, Thankful that we're able to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I'd rather be here in the best hospital in the world, wouldn't you? Amen. If you got your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 24. Hey, man, are you glad it's still the new year yet? Man, 2023. Is everybody excited about 2023? Hey, man, yeah. There was a guy that wrote a book about 20, uh, 88 reasons back in 88. 88 reasons why Christ is coming back in 88. I think I might write one titled 23 Reasons Why Christ Might Come Back in 2023. Amen. I bet I'd be more closer than he would be. All right, you ain't much laughing tonight. Hey, I want, <laughs> I want to talk on the subject just a little bit. I know that we're uh, praying, and, and this is uh, Wednesday night, and we come together to pray and just believe God to move move heaven and earth to meet needs and and. Uh, Man, I know there's needs all over America tonight and across the world and different places. And, um, and I know that we have designated Wednesday nights to come and to pray and to just trust God and to believe God. And, and I, I believe that we can walk in what we believe in tonight, serving God. I believe that if we trust God with all our hearts, that God can do the impossible. And we're just here tonight because we believe that. We believe that if we gather together in his name, he's able to do something tonight. I didn't come tonight just to have a place to come because uh, it's raining and I could have found a lot better things to do. But I realize that if I want to get anything from God, I've got to first believe that God is God and he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that he asks, we ask, or that we think tonight. And so if I can encourage you tonight, my, my hope is, is that we begin to pray Seek the face of God and allow God to do things that he's wanted to do in America for a long time. How many believes God can still turn America around? I don't care if it's the last days. I still believe God can do it tonight. Amen. I, I, I think that we are the last. We could be the very last generation that sees the coming of the Lord. I don't know, but I do know this. I'm glad that I'm living in 2023 tonight. For I have come for such a time as this. I believe that God has put us here this generation, this people for a purpose in life. Amen. I, I believe that. But, but, but you know, church, I, I want to share with you. And I'm going to, let me just go ahead and get into what I was going to talk about in Matthew 24. It's a very good book. My first message I ever preached was out of the book of Matthew 24. I didn't know it from a hole in the ground, but I thought I knew everything about it, but I didn't know Matthew 24 at all. But... I want to talk just a minute about something I think is very important. In verse 37 says, But in the days of Noah's were also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood they was eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them away, so also will it be in the coming of the Son of Man be. I believe we're living close to that air, if not there personally. I believe we're right there amongst it tonight. I believe tonight that we are living in times where there's so much 
hopelessness across America. I don't know what the other foreign fields are doing and I don't know what the other countries are like. I can read a little bit on the internet and I can see different things of what's happening in different places. But I know there's a lot of hopelessness tonight in America. And I believe that we as the church has the key to turn things around. In 2021, it says that 51% of young Americans say they feel down, depressed, and hopeless. 68% say they have little to no energy. The Biden administration and Harris administration reported 42% of Americans experience persistent hopelessness. Of that staggering with hopelessness, 19.9% considered suicide. And of 9.9% have attempted suicide. 19.9% have, excuse me, have contempted suicide. And a lot has increased because of the COVID that came. Church, I believe it's time that we ought to let our little light shine. I believe it's time that you and I could arise above it. Our schools are a mess. Our schools are messed up tonight. Not just, not just in Poplar, and even though we live in a little town called Poplar Bluff, Missouri, of a population of somewhere around 17,000, and we're, we're considered the boot hill, boot hill, southeast Missouri. Did you know that in the high school they got some separate tables that some kids set over here and some set over here? And in our high school here in uh, Poplar Bluff, this group over here will have a set of ears like cats. And over here, they have a collars like dogs, and they bark and at each other. Somebody said, well, that's crazy. Here in our town, it's true. Don't that kind of stagger you a little bit? Just to think that now our kids are sitting at tables acting like cats and dogs. If you got cats and you got dogs, I'd appreciate it taking them to high school tomorrow and tell them to take care of them while you're away at work. But our society's messed up. Kids saying they feel like they have no identity. Teachers' hands are tied. They can't say nothing. Teachers can't question it. Because if they say anything, they get in trouble for what they're trying to uh, do the children right. Teachers can't question nothing. I seen an article the other day uh, on YouTube where they was giving an interview to this, this, this individual that claims that he's a wolf. And uh, the, the, the commentator asked him, said, uh, said, could you explain your identity? Because he was something else and he changed to something, then he changed into a wolf. And he looked there and he just howled real big and says, I have no comment. Now we're talking about a grown human being. Our America has becoming demonic. Listen to me. It's come demonic. And the only thing that's going to straighten it out is the church. You can say what you want. We're the ones that got the power. We're the ones that say that we got the goods, but it's the truth tonight. It's come demonic. And, and you know what happened to a lot of this? A lot of so-called Christians sit in our chairs, in our pews, and they think it's okay as long as it's not affecting them. But it is. They can't say nothing. Even if it's, if it's a, 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 something with a, a, a homosexual or a, a, a change of identity, if the, children, if the teachers say anything, it's called queer identity, and they can't say nothing about it. Crime is up at all-time high. 
Fentanyl, drugs is going out of control. Fentanyl is probably, I think, right now the number one killer in America. All across the board, think about it. I can tell you why our borders are open tonight. And when it allows their borders to open up, you allow demonic spirits to come in. I'm going somewhere with this in just a minute. Crime is up. Spirits are allowed to flow into America, destroy lives, destroys homes. and the, ch the church has already got a family problem, but now it just begins to be worse and worse and worse. The world is full of fear. A lot of people, the fentanyl, they say it's somewhere between 50 to 100% more powerful than morphine. Think about that. 50 to 100% more powerful than morphine. Pretty powerful. Broken world. We're, in, we're living in a broken world despite that we say God's still here. We're living in a broken America even though we say God is the leader of this country. And I believe we talk about prayer. Prayer's the only thing that's going to change it. We talk about we need God to intervene. It's only going to happen through prayer. When Zion travails, sons and daughters shall be born. When a church begins to travail for the lost and for a world that's full of sin and fear, things begin to change. The atmosphere begins to change. You know why? Because Christ steps in and the devil steps out. <clears throat> but the modern church has become distracted by self-help mentalities, celebrity figures. We got churches right now all across America. If they're, they're super big churches, they'll have celebrities to come just to think that they're somebody. It's not true. I'd rather have the pauper out there living under the bridge in Papa Bluff tonight to come into my church and thank some so-called celebrity because there's somebody good to step behind my pulpit. Brother Miller's not mine, but you know what I mean. We as a people of God have failed to be the supernatural solution to which we were created for. Madonna was doing a video one time of her on the cross Think about it. P. Daddy, P. Diddy on the cross. Naz was on the cross. Dada Baby was on the cross. Little Dicky on the cross. Tupac on the cross. Lady Gaga in a nun's outfit with <clears throat> a cross upside down. Carrie, these are celebrities I'm talking about that your kids listen to. That we allow our children to listen to then we wonder what's wrong with our society and our children. They're, they're, they're making fun of the cross. They're allowing Satan to control them through filth. And most of these people has been in church most of their lives. Tupac on a cross. Think about it. Katy, Katy Perry as a king like she was in a burning flame of fire with demons behind her as she has a cross on her chest. SL, giving Jesus a lap dance. I'm talking about some celebrities. How did we come to the church and how did we come to allow this in America? The God of the world, Satan, has blinded the eyes of people. TV, so much filth on it. There's a, there's a couple the other day on the Grammy Awards, Sam and Kim. 
dressed up like a demon, had horns and had people all around him like they was worshiping him while millions on television stood up and watched it. And this lady got an Emmy Award and she's a transgender. Jay-Z that same night sung a song, God Did It, and like he had a last supper around him as he was singing. See, there's something wrong in America tonight, church. And what I'm trying to portray to us, if there's ever gonna be a change, it's gonna come through you and I tonight. We gotta break the forces of evil tonight. We gotta pull down the strongholds that's trying to destroy America. And we only ones got the key to it tonight. We gotta destroy it tonight. We gotta pull it down. Listen, it's either greater is he that's in me or that he that's in the world or we're whooped. I choose to believe that there's a power of the Holy Ghost living in me. These signs shall follow them that believe. I don't know about you, but I'm a believer tonight. I believe I can lay hands upon those that are sick and they shall recover. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the devil says. I still believe that we can cast out devils in Jesus' name. I still believe we can raise the dead. I I believe we can still heal the sick. Not us, but God flowing through us. All power I have given to you in heaven and earth. (laughs) Prayer in St. John chapter 17, Jesus told God, he said, I didn't ask you, God, to take them out of the world, but I asked you that same power, that same spirit that you've given me, give it to them. God, I don't take, don't take them out of trouble. Don't take them out of temptation. I just be with them when they go through the storms of life. Let me tell you, God said that if he gave it to his son, Jesus, he given it to me tonight. We've got the keys to the kingdom tonight, church. Listen, I'm talking about the powerful church of the living God. I choose to believe that we are a powerful church tonight. I choose to believe that we've got power in his name. I don't care what the world does. I don't care how it looks tonight. I believe that we can change the course of America tonight. I truly believe that. Religious leaders didn't gather. Religious leaders gathered November 6th through the 18th for a ceremony they called Returning to Sinai. I know I'm reading a lot. They're making a new, new set of commandments, repent for man-made climate change. The website was the Interface Center for <clears throat> Sustainable Development. It states that Sinai, a, prophet, a, a prophetic call for climate justice and ceremonies of repentance. The new universal Ten Commandments, it states that the project partners will begin to gather together back in November of this year, last year, uh, the religious leaders from the world major religions call for a climate change justice. They're pushing, they're pushing the Antichrist, world religion, to set up eventually the one world government. Do you think those fruitcakes had any sense when they went to Sinai? Do you think that God was there listening to them that day? It's a wonder he didn't smote them. They ain't no new new commandments. There's only one ten commandments, and that's what God gave Moses to give to us. Anthony Lawley was the founder of the church and is the founder of the church of Satan. He authored several books such as Satanic Bible, The Satanic Rituals, The Satanic Witch, and etc. His last words before he died was, oh my, oh my, oh my. What have I done? Three times he said, as he was departing from this world, he says, 
There's something very, very wrong. Of course there is. He let the spirit of this age control his life. When he was stepping off into eternity, he knew he had made a mistake. I don't want people to step off into a maternity, eternity before they realize. I want us as a church that has the power and authority in Jesus' name to change the course of a nation, to change the course of a people. Will the church rise back? Sure it will. Has sin got too much in America? Have we messed up too much? So much unselfishness in the world? I believe that, as the writer said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. There's a new year that's here upon us tonight. And we don't have to go like we did last year and the year before and the year before and said it's just part of everyday life. We could change the course of everyday life. I, Jesus didn't reach everybody, neither will we, but we could, pre, we could reach a lot of bodies tonight. And we could change it tonight, church. We gather together on Monday nights, and so does other people gather together on Monday nights. And we all pray and we believe that God can do things and that God's going to change the course of things. Tonight, churches, we gather in this place as a, as a body of believers. One could chase 1,000, two could chase 10,000. How many could four or five or 50 or 100 chase? There's power in number tonight. There's power in, in agreement tonight. In agreement tonight. If you agree with me and I agree with you, God will move heaven and earth just to meet our needs tonight. It's truth. There's power in prayer. He said, pray always, pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God. Pray that you fall not into temptation. Pray, pray that your loved ones will be healed and saved. Pray that this person will be delivered. Listen, there's a lot of deliverance that needs to go on in America tonight. And if it's got to start somewhere, let it start here, Lord. If there's going to be a change in the world atmosphere tonight, it's got to start with us. It's got to start with us. But we can't allow. I, I, I used to love HDDD, whatever TV it is. I love watching them build homes, work on homes. But you can't watch it no more like you wanted to. You can't. Too much filth on there. Things that I want my kids to see. And that's, I mean, I, I'm talking about filth in the sense of I don't want my kids to see what they're seeing on television when somebody's trying to build a house for somebody else. Now, how crazy is that got in America? I want to go back to the days of Gilligan's Allen, Flipper. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to go back to those days, but those was good movies. Barney Five and Andy Griffin. We got a couple of those here in, 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 in this house. <laughs> oh, Barney's somewhere. I know he is out there, really. But we laughed around our television sets. We enjoyed it. And now you can't enjoy much around the television. You can't enjoy much on your televisions anymore. I remember as a young man, I wasn't saved, and I thought my uncle was kind of crazy, and I'm going to shut up with this. My Uncle Jerry, he's passed on, and I love him. He was a good Pentecostal guy. 
He wasn't a preacher or nothing like that, but he loved the Lord, and him and his family was faithful in church when we wasn't. And uh, they went to church all the life that I ever knew. And Jerry died serving the Lord, and, and he loved the Lord. But I remember back in probably the 70s or early 80s, he was going to, brother, Sister Marilyn knows him, up in Festus Pentecostal Church of God. John Rhodes pastored that church years ago, and uh, her sister goes there today. Well, old John Rhodes got to preaching one day, and they got to talking, and all of a sudden they, he got to talking about television, and most of his congregation that day went home and got outside with a, 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 I guess a big old mallet or whatever, and they blowed their televisions up. Because they thought it was filth back then. If they was alive today, they wouldn't know what filth really was, would they? Until they seen it today. But them old boys back then didn't like television back then. I think the Bible says that we are, I think our problem is church, and I'm not trying to be rude, but I think sometimes we're not coming out from among the world. It's like we're in it, and we just go along daily with it, and we just get caught up in it, and we don't think nothing about it. But Jesus said the real church is going to be separated from the world. There's going to be a distinct difference tonight. And so I, I want to challenge you tonight. I, I made those little quotes for a purpose. Our world is full of anxiety, and we're the ones that can make a difference with that anxiety. Church people shouldn't have to come to church being full of anxiety. This is a delivering station right here. Brother Miller, Brother Randy gets up Sunday mornings and Sunday night, and they preach, and they deliver the message and they say come to the altar this is a refuge this is a place to run to in a time of trouble see we're a deliverance station here but when you come and when I come we want people that can deliver the goods true that's us tonight we got family members that need Jesus we got people that need Jesus all across America I know we live in the southeast Missouri but we never know when somebody comes through those doors whether they're transgender, whether they're homosexual, or whether they think they're a dog, whether they think they're a cat, and they might need delivered, and we gotta have the goods to help deliver them tonight. Would you stand with me tonight? How many believes what I said? How many agrees with me that we need Jesus to come and just intervene on our behalf? Would you come tonight with me? And, and, and we wanna, I want you to hold hands together, and we wanna pray, and I want you to believe with me. How many will believe with me that we will just start carrying the goods that God's given to us. Hey, listen, it's a sacrifice, church. It's not easy. It's not easy to pray, and it's not easy to intervene. It's not easy to intercede, but we need people that will. Come on, those that will come down here with me, I want you to come, and we're going to pray, and we're just going to believe God together that, that God's going to do something.